Welcome to CEO Money. I'm Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. I have Nicole Latimer. She's the CEO of Stay Well on the show with me today. Uh, she is a leading healthcare innovative company. Uh, Nicole, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Michael. I'm glad to be here. Give us some color about you, some background on you, and I want to get into the big business of wellness shortly after. Absolutely. I've been in the healthcare industry for more than 25 years. And my goal has really been to help health systems support their operations and the overall delivery of care to individuals. Prior to joining StayWell, I was with the advisory board and Deloitte Consulting for periods of time, leading some of their key initiatives. I've worked in population health management, health system growth strategies, education for both patients and healthcare employees. And I've also done work with SaaS development and delivery. For me, you know, the healthcare industry is part of who I am. I love being part of it. And moving to Stay Well, it gave me the opportunity to have a much greater, more of a hands-on impact with the industry, working directly with individuals as they pursued their health journeys. Now, uh, the big business of well-being I want to uh, talk to you about that. Bring that out in your perspective. Absolutely. The well-being is really around how do you help people with understanding the health journey that they are on and giving empowering with options around how they want to pursue that journey. So much of an individual uh, in, in their journey, they're, they're not always aware of all of the options that they have, or they're not given the education necessary to, to be truly empowered in making the decisions around what's right for them and their families relative to their health. And so StayWell is an organization that embraces this concept of well-being we look at how we can pioneer digital preventive health solutions that provide better engagement of the individual, that educate folks on the options that they have, and ultimately leads to better outcomes. Not only outcomes overall with their health, but a level of empowerment and happiness that individuals have because they're making informed decisions, uh, they're active participants in their own journey. Now, uh, digital health startups could be uh, the next bubble burst. What do you mean by that? So you're absolutely right. There's a lot of investment that is going into uh, uh, to digital health and preventive health in particular. You know, what we look at and what stay well its business around our, first of all, our 40 years of history and experience providing well-being benefits to corporations. And we are also um, 
looking at programs that are well-designed, that are comprehensive, and that use evidence-based tactics to support not only organizational change within a corporation, but also drive impact and outcomes for individuals. And so if you're looking at digital health out there, you know, I would advise that you look at things like who's using data, who's using some of the best practices, who's using behavioral science to drive actual change in behaviors, and of course, who's actually seeing results. Uh, at the end of the day, the people who aren't going to make it through a bubble are going to be the ones where the programs don't actually work successfully for either the corporations or the individuals. All right. Now, innovation. There is an importance um, of timely innovation. Bring that out for me. Yes. I mean, <laughs> so what we have found is it's not always about being the first mover but it is understanding those innovations that are going to be successful and how they can be rolled out successfully. Uh, we often look at what are some of, what is a good mix between technology and what we know to work very well within well-being and across all of healthcare, which is a high touch approach. So we've made some significant investments We've looked at, as I said, digital health programming, digital health coaching, but we always pair those services along with some on-site coaching because we know that nothing replaces that one-to-one -one interaction that individuals have with a health coach. They're able to express themselves. They're able to ask questions. They're able to connect with someone around what is ultimately the most important thing that they do, and that is understanding and protecting their own health. So when I think of innovation, it's not just how quickly are you moving, how rapidly are you adopting that technology, but how are you combining it with proven practices and with what has been customary uh, and important as part of the end user experience, like the, abil the ability to talk with, with someone about their health. Thank you for that. Let's change gears just for a second. The executives versus leaders. Tell me the differences as you see them. Leaders are people who have a, a great vision, a moral purpose, something that they are driving forward, not only for themselves, but they're able to inspire others to pursue the, the same passion, to pursue the same direction. Executives are folks who are really great at making decisions and being pragmatic and rationalizing resources. Uh, if you aren't an executive leader, I don't think you get very far. You have to have both to be a successful CEO or a, a successful executive anywhere. You, you have to have that drive and that passion yourself and be able to influence others. It's not just about uh, putting together budgets and project managing. Now, there are financial market influencers that have big impacts on your business um, and the success of your organization. Can you address that? 
absolutely. Uh, when we think of where, what, what influences our business overall, uh, one of the big, the biggest influence on us right now is how much capital is going into the well-being industry overall. On the one hand, it is driving the market. Uh, we are seeing more and more corporations looking at could I or should I have well-being benefits as part of my overall compensation package? And they're seeing that well-being is now an important part of what candidates are looking at when they are thinking about all of the, the compensation and benefits packages that they're evaluating as they look for a new job. We also see that it's driving innovation. It's creating greater competition. There are tons of startups that are out there who are pushing me and corporations like Staywell to move faster and more effectively relative to the solutions that we put in front of our existing clients and our prospective clients. So it's, and these influencers are folks like the, um, the VC firms or the private equity firms, or even some of the large strategics, uh, such as insurance companies that are starting to get into this business. Uh, all of them are pushing this industry to be better and to demonstrate even greater results than what we've been able to prove in the past. There are specific traits um, that increase the likelihood of a person to really succeed or an executive to see, succeed. Um, can you give us some of these traits that you've come to come to utilize and that other people can emulate? Absolutely. You know, I think the most important thing that a successful leader can do is listen. Listen much more so than you speak. To be open to hearing other people's opinions, to encourage folks to provide constructive critique or constructive feedback or a differing point of view. Uh, so often, if you think you know all the answers and you're not open to those other viewpoints, you're working off of only your own past experience and not, possibly missing what's happening with different segments of a population or different aspects of the market that you haven't had experience with. Looking forward, what do you see are the biggest driving forces that are going to impact your industry in the next five years? So uh, one of the big questions will be what happens with the Accountable Care Act? Obviously, well-being is uh, encouraged through the Accountable Care Act. And if there are major changes to that, there could be uh, a big changes that happen to the industry overall. Uh, barring that, I think the other big aspect will be what percentage of total health care cost gets shifted to the individual? And how does the individual begin to react to that cost shifting? Are they willing to take greater accountability? Are they looking for tools and decision-making opportunities where they can take control of their healthcare journey? They can be making more informed decisions about what they need to do. 
So at Stay Well, we concentrate on lifestyle behaviors and lifestyle risks. Those are proven to contribute to 30% of all healthcare utilization and healthcare costs. And so as an individual, if I'm seeing a greater percentage of my healthcare premium be shifted to me, we anticipate that those folks are going to be looking for things that they can do to change their lifestyle behaviors. How can I manage my weight better? How can I manage my stress? How do I improve my sleep in order to reduce the likelihood that I need to seek healthcare resources? Thank you for that. What would you give, what advice would you give other female leaders to help them um, in their transitions to a, a higher attainable goal? Be yourself. I have been through a lot of coaching opportunities. I've had a lot of advice provided to me, but what has always worked for me was not necessarily being what other people told me female executives should be like, but rather just being my own authentic self. And I would encourage all women to do that. Uh, don't, don't try to fit into certain norms or think that you have to walk this tightrope between uh, what people expect uh, as a woman and what people expect as an executive. Being yourself is gonna make you the most effective person, the most effective executive, the most effective leader that you can be, and that's what's gonna drive your success. Could you sum up the uh, purpose of your company? Absolutely. Stay Well is a health empowerment company. We provide patient education and digital health programming that primarily address lifestyle behaviors and risks associated with those lifestyle behaviors. Specifically, we look at weight management, stress management, and sleep irregularities, helping people with managing those behaviors that allow you to better manage your weight, control your stress, and sleep better. Ultimately, we, we help people to live happier, healthier lives because they are finding new energy, they are uh, waking up happy and ready to, uh, to face each day. How do you differentiate stay well from anybody else in your industry sector? So we compete primarily on our experience as an expert in health education and in successful behavior change. Uh, I mentioned earlier that we're a company that's been in business for 40 years. We've been doing this for a very long time. Uh, we also have a very strong research arm where we are always looking at the longitudinal data we've collected from our participants and identifying trends and opportunities to improve our programs so we can generate results. And we believe that change starts with education and the right support to get an individual started on their journey of health and that with the right encouragement anybody can make positive steps in the right direction around changing behaviors and seeking the health outcomes that they want as individuals. 
Nicole, thanks for being a guest on today's show. I really appreciated the conversation. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. All right, you've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.